Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes! Yes! Y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that has a place to be this week. Yeah! My football. Name, my name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all of the places where you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Texan Live. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, folks. Happy week one. Do I have this right? Hmm. Did you go to lunch with Aaron Hardigan this weekend? I did. Yeah, we went to lunch on Saturday. And we tweeted out a picture, which is your worst nightmare, which is the two of us. Do I have this right that you guys (laughs) were at lunch for five hours? (laughs) We like to talk. (laughs) We, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, literally five hours. Mother Brian had messaged me. God. And goes. uh, Which Brian? My boyfriend, Brian. Got it. Because, oh, by the way, the producer of Football Friday is also named Brian. Yes. And they're both, their initials are both BS. So it makes it very complicated in my phone when I go to text one and not the other. But um, Brian goes, hey, how was lunch? Like probably, you know, an hour and a half later. And then I don't text him back for five hours. And he was like, are you alive? (laughs) It was a great time. Today is... Monday, August 22nd, 2022. It is one, 94 days until Thanksgiving. It is game week. Happy birthday to Dua Lipa. Oh, nice. Dua, I like Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is 26 today. Dua Lipa is older than I am. That's wild. Most people are older than you are, like statistically speaking. This is not true. Well, yes. No, that's very I true. I guess from a worldwide perspective, yes. Exactly right. Happy birthday to uh, to him, Epi- or to her rather, episode 1,440 on this game week. Yeah. We've made it through the offseason, folks. We did. There's actual football happening on Thursday, mm-hmm. starting Thursday, and then we got football every week until Christmas, and past Christmas, if you're into like NFL and college football stuff. Mm-hmm. So we are into it. We made it. Yeah, we made said. it. Like it. This is a hundred percent true. I was driving to the grocery store in the car that at that point worked. <laughs> yesterday, I was driving there, and it dawned on me. I go, "Oh crap! I got to shoot a pics video." Yep. Like it hit me. Like that's a thing that I do during football season. Yep. Uh, so I've got to script that out today. Yeah. Um, very excited about that. On today's show, folks, back half of the show, we're going to have John Kay, the head coach of the number two ranked 6'8", de- reigning defending 
undisputed 6A Division One state champion, Galena Park North Shore Mustangs. Uh, but before that, we'll have headlines from across the state on this very, very exciting week. But first, Pickle, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Tony Blaylock, Daniel Agnew, and Miss Terry Adams. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Welcome in, friends. I'm going to take a sip of coffee at an opportune time because I'm thirsty. Because it's game week. I can do I can do whatever I want. It's game week. Is that, is that like that's the new works. excuse? That's game week. It'll be fun. Game week. <laughs> that's like uh that's like during holiday season when you just start eating like, Oh yeah, crap, it's like it's Christmas. And it's like, oh it's Christmas and it's like it's December first. Thanksgiving. <laughs> like Thanksgiving's my thing too. It's just like ah, whatever, it's Thanksgiving. Oh it's Thanksgiving. You know? I can we're, have seventeen pieces of pie. We're ninety four days out from Thanksgiving. I can do what I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, let's get some headlines from across the state. First and foremost is that it's game week. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, starting on Thursday, there will be 717 Texas high school football games scattered hither and yon. Um, the weather is interesting because the weather for, I don't know, perhaps you noticed, mm-hmm. the last three months has been the molten core of the sun. Um, it has been just brutal out there. And now, on this week... week there's nothing but rain in the forecast. It decides it's just rain constantly. Yep. Now, the good thing is I think that it is going to start tapering off Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. Uh, Friday looks fine. Friday looks good. Friday looks good. Friday looks like it's going to be like in the 90s most places, mm-hmm. like low 90s, which is spectacular. Oh, yeah. For week one of high school football. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, so the weather looks like it'll it'll cooperate for the most part. Uh, I know that we are, and we'll talk about this later in the week, but I know that we, the Dave Campbell's crew, is going to be uh, loading up that swag wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to be heading east on Thursday night to uh, kick off the season in Beckville. Beckville. Beautiful Beckville, Texas. So Did I'm, we decide where we're eating yet? No. There was a debate going on in the Slack between two places, and I didn't yeah, know if there was ever Longview a Tyler is is kind of what kind of depends on which which path we want to go. Um, I, bet I it am normally on what time we I am normally deferential to step, but it sounds like so basically it's between Bodacious Barbecue in, in, Longview. in Longview or it's Stanley's and Tyler, uh, both of which are excellent, both of which mm-hmm. I've had, both of which thumbs up. Like this is not a, a, a com- this is not a commentary on them. One of the questions we're going to have is is availability because yeah. from what I understand, Bodacious. I think it closes at six. I think it closes at six, and I think they have a tendency to run out of food. Right, so, so it's one of those things that if we pass Longview, we're we're really, we're really rolling the it. dice on yeah. if we would have food to eat. We are going to be going through Carthage. I wonder if there's anywhere that we can. You think Scott's around? Wants to get together for din- for dinner? I don't know. We if should he just does, but I want to get we should dinner just, with Summer. <laughs> we should just text like Surratt and be like, "Do you want to get together for dinner?" Yeah. I'm going to text him. Do it. <laughs> He's probably going to be scouting. But anyway, getting ready for Well, me. that's why I said Miss Surratt could come. <laughs> She's yeah, fantastic. Cool. Anyway, we're very excited because it's game week. Uh, make sure you are checking out TexasFootball.com. We're going to have all sorts of stuff to get you prepped for week one, uh, including later today, the week one episode of Tep and Step. Did you know tomorrow is our, the five-year anniversary of Tep and Step? Wow. We've Look been, at y'all. We've been doing this for five You've years. You've been nerding out for five years. Mm, he's my little buddy. <laughs> anyway. Your little buddy's going to be in a studio my today. L- my little... My l- your little buddy is back yeah. in the great state. My little buddy, my little buddy, by which I mean a man who is both older and larger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and smarter. Let's, let's be real. Like He's checking he's all of the boxes. Yeah. So let's get to some headlines from across the state. Let's start in the... Co- we're going to mostly be uh, in the college football ranks. And, and it is big name-starting quarterbacks season. Yep. Uh, there were three 
three FBS teams in the state of Texas that named their quarterback in the last week. We will start with, uh, of course, the biggest one, and that is North Texas, where North Texas has named Austin Oni to be their new, uh, their new once in future uh, starting quarterback. He was a guy who completed 51% of his passes uh, for nine touchdowns and nine interceptions last year. Um, he's an Argyle guy. He is, remember, he is... I don't. I'm not trying to be a jerk because I am much older than I am. He's pretty old though, right? He's almost thirty. Like he's pushing thirty. So Austin Ani. I think he's. Yeah, Austin Ani was born on September sixth, nineteen ninety three, which means he will be turning twenty nine yeah. in two weeks. Now, for people who don't know, he was actually like. I don't know if he went somewhere for college or went straight into from high school, but mm-hmm. he was in the Yankees yes. affiliation like for Major League Baseball for a lot of years and then decided, hey, I've got four years of eligibility left. He was kind of done with the baseball thing, and so that's why he is so much older. So Austin Ani uh, has retained his quarterback spot. That, that may not be big news except for the fact that they did bring in Grant Gannell. Mm-hmm. Grant Gannell, the Memphis transfer, but he has apparently, at least to start the season, beaten out um, Grant Gannell to start the year uh, as, uh, it will be, uh, as it will be on Saturday. Because remember, there's college football on Saturday, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, when North Texas visits UTEP, it will be Austin Ani taking the QB1 snaps for the Mean Green. Apparently, that game is close to being sold out. According to everyone who's around UTEP, they say they've almost got 40,000 tickets out for according that game. To, according to Mike Craven, it's going to be their first conference sellout expected since 2005. How cool is that? Big doings out there in El Paso. Um, they're going to be out there. By, by the way, uh, two-thirds of the ROF crew are mm-hmm. going to be out there um, with Mallory and Craven. Uh, Ish is going down to San Antonio, right, for the yep. triple? Yep. For the triple at the Alamodome? Anyway. Uh, also of note, and this came down yesterday, last night, and that is that uh, the quarterback battle at Texas Tech has been settled for now, as it will be Tyler Shuck the uh, to take the uh, the snaps. Uh, the Shuck Oregon will transfer. be the one, oh, uh, of course, the Oregon transfer. Um, he was the starter coming out of fall camp in 2020 to 2021. Um, he was the quarterback until he broke his collarbone. Um, that's when um, Donovan Smith stepped in and played. He played a little bit late in the season, um, including their big win over Iowa State. Uh, it was between going to be Shuck, um, Morton, Baron Morton, and Donovan Smith, but it is Tyler Shuck who will be their starter against Murray State on September 3rd uh, to take over Zach Kitley's offense there for Coach Joey McGuire. So uh, Tyler Shuck is the new, one, again, once in future uh, starting quarterback for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And then there's this. There is a team in Austin that has uh, named their quarterback. And that is uh, Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers is going to be the starting quarterback for the Texas Longhorns starting the season. Not a surprise. Now, it will be his first start. You, He did not throw a pass. It will be his first pass whenever he drops back to yeah, pass Yeah, because he Texas. what? He handed it off three times yeah. at Ohio State? He took State. like three snaps at, at Ohio State before training. Now, there's an interesting thing going on at this. And maybe this is too inside baseball from a media perspective. But... There was a lot of smoke about Hudson Card really pushing for the starting quarterback job mm-hmm. there, and that Ewers didn't look good, and that and that um, Hudson Card was like right on his heels and may even win the job. Right? It it now appears that a lot of that was not true. Like yeah. a lot of that was like smokescreen. I was like. And and this is this is from this is Greg Tepper speculation, 
Put the big graphic. Greg Tepper speculation. <laughs> I wonder if that was intentional. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was trying to flesh out some leaks within the program. Yep. And trying to find out who's talking to whom um, from a media perspective. Um, anyway, yep. well, very interesting there. I it, thought- was, it was eyebrow raising the entire time. Because it just then, doesn't seem like mm-hmm. it just seems so like Hudson Card's a good player, but like Quinn Ewers has been locked and loaded as the QB one for a while now. And I don't know. I I found that to be a lot more the news to not be particularly interesting, like like when or like like eyebrow raising whenever they named him the starting quarterback. But but all that time when people were like, oh, man, like Hudson Card, like I'm like sources are saying it's like, I don't know. Now that that has been kind of proven to be you know not accurate bullsh mm-hmm. i don't know i think that i think there's there's some games going on there's some gamesmanship with the media which i love i think that's great <laughs> i'm here for it i'm here for it uh so there's that okay let's talk about another thing that is uh that came down last week and we've been hearing about it ever since we were at to be real honest, ever since we were at lone star conference media day mm-hmm. and that is you may remember that the lone star conference has um has added uh three teams from the uh pacific northwest northwest athletic conference or pacific uh the, I, I don't remember the um yeah it's two oregon teams or it's, 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 it's it then, is central michigan or central washington uh western oregon and, and then, then it is simon fraser which simon is fraser british is columbia. in uh british columbia is in canada and remember we were we've been talking about oh my gosh Adam kingsville is gonna have to travel uh to canada over angelo, two thousand miles angelo state is going from san angelo to uh you know burnaby uh victoria british columbia mm-hmm. like amazing well not so fast because the Lone Star Conference confirmed on Tuesday to our own Mike Craven that Simon Fraser University will relocate four of its home games to Blaine High School in Washington. They will play the games in Washington. The reason is that, and this is a quote from the Lone Star Conference, quote, due to the Canada-USA border restriction that requires all visitors entering Canada to be fully vaccinated, end quote. So to enter Canada right now, you've got to have the COVID-19 vaccination. Mm-hmm. And, and be fully vaccinated. Correct. And the Lone Star like. Conference has said, well, we, I think, I don't know. I would love to talk with Jay Perner. I don't think he would probably go on the record about this, to be real honest. But my guess is they don't think they can get everyone to mm-hmm. get vaccinated and they'd rather not make a big deal out of it. Right. I that is for me the because because you you're seeing this in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. Like baseball for example when they're playing in Toronto, there's always there whenever a team travels to to play the Blue Jays, there's always like a list of like three or four players who are not able to go, right? And they kind of get it kind of becomes a big deal of like these four players aren't going to be able to make the trip and they're putting on the they're being put on the restricted list because they're not vaccinated. It's like it's a tell. It's kind of telling it's kind of blowing up their spot in a lot of ways, right? I think if you again Greg Tepper speculation. I think the Lone Star Conference just doesn't want to deal with that. No. That's how I think it is. It's, I don't think it's any sort of big political statement. I think they'd just rather be like, you know what, let's just, what if we just like rent a stadium in, in Washington well, and, and I just think be cool? It was, like, it's just not they had to deal. go through so many different things this offseason to even get this conference put together in that way. I think that they're just like, this is what is set. We're tired of dealing with all of this. Like, 
just let it be. Yes. We'll figure it out. And by the way, it's the GNAC. It's the Great Northwest Athletic That's Conference is where those uh, those three teams are from. Uh, but anyway, so that means that, in fact, Angelo State, Texas A&M, Kingsville, and West Texas A&M will not be traveling to um, – they will not be traveling to Canada. They'll be traveling instead to um, Blaine High School in Washington. Where's Blaine? Is it in Blaine, Washington? Let's I find out know. together. Blaine High School in Washington is in, no, not Minnesota, Washington. It is, yeah, it's in Blaine, Washington. I probably could have told you that. Now, where's Blaine, Washington? You're listening to live coverage of me looking up Google Maps. Perhaps. Um, oh, it's very it's beautiful. It's right north. on the, oh, 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 it's right on the border. Right on the border, yeah. Oh, boy, it's like the first exit in America. Oh, wow. It is, yeah, wow. It is, it's like, you cross the border, it is probably, is probably, I'm serious, you could walk to the border. Is it like text from line? The yes, it's like, like text, text line. line where it's like text line. It's right, right on the on border it. of New Mexico. Yes. So anyway, make sure you go and uh, and and check that out. Blaine High School. Shout out to Blaine High School. I'm gonna look at their stadium real quick. There's better things for me to be doing with your time, but the stadium <laughs> looks nice on Google Maps. Street View. I bet it's pretty. You're gonna have to deal with some uh, weather, which I mean, I guess you would have had to have been dealing. with. They're the Blaine Canada. Borderites. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a. Come on, text line. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. All right. The, it, the standard Starting to has feel been better set. about this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there is that news. And then finally, I do want to mention there's a there's a great story up on uh, TexasFootball.com by our own Mike Craven. A lot of great stories up by Mike Craven. But one of them that I really want you to draw into is um, is he talked with Jeff Trailer, uh, Seth Luttrell, and Jake Spavital about the um, and he uh, and he about the transfer portal. And these G5 teams that routinely kind of get plucked mm-hmm. by the transfer portal, what do they think about it? It's really interesting, I think, really insightful about the uh, the number of FPS transfers uh, for these guys. So make sure you check that out on textfootball.com. The, the headline is, In-State G5 Coaches View Transfer Portal as a Net Positive. But it's really interesting to dive into the, the notes there. So there you have it from some headlines from across the state. Guess what? Next Monday... It'll be uh we're back to long long show Monday with morning. rankings. Monday <laughs> Monday morning fallout. Yep. That's right. Oh uh, yeah, the air raid siren. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Hey, football starts this week. You know the best way to, 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 to celebrate that? Hmm. Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Years worth of exclusive online content and two magazines mailed to you. Let's talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage, and every parent wants their child to be the best. But is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics? What about location? What about coaching style? What about financial aid? There's so many different factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. It's got checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, and much more. It's a 22-page guide that covers everything you and your family should know as you walk through your recruiting journey and best news of all for a limited time athletes athletes is offering this guide for free 99 to our audience that's right just go to athletes athletes.com slash dave campbell today to download the free college recruiting guide that's athletes to athletes.com slash dave campbell to get your free 22 page recruiting guide or scan that qr code and now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. 
Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. Football season starts on Thursday with the kickoff of 717 Texas high school football games across the state of Texas. One of those teams that's going to be in action is the defending 6A Division I state champions. The Kalina Park North Shore Mustangs taking on the Woodlands and their head coach, John Kay. We talked to them at THSEA Coaching School and Convention. Here's my conversation with North Shore head coach, John Kay, and his ridiculous ring on Texas football today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football on TexasFootball.com here at the THSEA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio here with the head coach of the 6A Division I state champions, uh, the Kalina Park North Shore Mustangs, and... The Dave Campbell's Texas Football 6A Coach of the Year, John K. Hey, Coach. How are you all doing? Oh, we're probably not as good as you. <laughs> I imagine you've had a nice, uh, I mean, this has this can't get old, running into coaches. I know you've done it now a number of times, three three times now, four times now, that you've been able to, to come to coaching school as a reigning 6A state champion. Uh, I imagine, you know. That's a, that's a good problem to have as people coming up and slapping you on the back. And yeah, it's been a it's been a busy coaching school. You know, we actually missed after 19. That was the COVID year, so I missed the one after the oh, 19. You so poor you thing. know, it's still so we're still getting it. But no, it's uh, really my first coaching school as part of the THSC board of directors. So I've been running ragged, boy. They put you to work, and uh, it's been a great experience and uh, just a, another great coaching school. Can we get a, can, you, can you put the the cam uh, point? Put that ring up to the uh, the camera which, if you which, don't mind. Yeah, which one is that? Oh, that one. Is that the one? Can the, we go to the uh, single? This is the one and only time I wear wow. it. So uh, we'll, goodness, we'll take a look at it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I so we 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 named you the six A coach of the year last year, and 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 one of the and and obviously state championship and things like that. It is our opinion. We had this conversation. The the whole conversation was we thought that last year was perhaps you and your staffs most impressive coaching job simply because the team that you had was so young and and, and overcame a lot of adversity to get to where they were um when you take a look at that 2021 team and i know every state champion every team you coach is special is that 2021 team going to have a a special place in 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 your in your memory as far as you know one of the teams that you coached 
You know, I think what, what stands out about that team is just the improvement throughout the course of the year. And whether we're talking about a freshman quarterback or, or a returning senior that, that was coming through, I, I thought those kids really gelled and, and peaked at the right time. And I just think it was testament to, to kids understanding what it takes to, to play at a high level. And, you know, the, the, the Houston area is just brutal coming out of the 6A Division One bracket. And, and, and to see those kids change the way they prepared, change the way they practiced, made conscious efforts to improve daily. I think that's uh, what stood out to me is, is is the most impressive thing. And so, yeah, I mean, like you said, every year is different. Every team is special. But that's certainly what's always going to stand in my heart with that game. Well, that 2021 squad reminded me a lot more of the 2015 squad. Without question. It yes. was it yep. was you guys were old school, mm-hmm. like, you know, east side defense. We're going to we're going to knock your head off and then we're going to get what we need all on offense and, and, and run the ball effectively. And and so that kind of stands in contrast to 2018, 2019, a little bit more high flying, a little bit more, you know, spread block. Um, when you look at this 2022 team, do you have a feeling quite yet on which side of maybe that that spectrum they're going to fall? Yeah, it's hard to say. I think we, we have a chance to be a little bit more explosive at the receiver positions from from what we had last year. Not necessarily better or worse, but but a little bit more explosive in the ability to you know throw it down the field. And of course, it's going to come to our ability to to, to protect our quarterback and defensively. You know, I mean, we're returning a lot of guys in in the back end, but we're, we kind of rebuilt the front seven. So I anticipate there being some 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 uh, growing pains there, especially with the teams that we're playing early in the season. So uh, I think it remains to be seen but um, you know I think our kids have done a good job of playing complimentary football I think our staff has done a fantastic job of playing off each other's strengths and and, and putting the kids in the best position to be successful and uh, we'll see exactly what that is come August 25th Uh, you're also you know I'm I'm always interested in with programs like yours where you're putting you've got so much recruiting attention on your guys and, and that's a great thing you know but how do you and yet at the same time it always feels like your guys are always team first it always feels like the guys who are really who really stand out are always committed to playing and, and winning a state championship with with north shore how do you how do you balance that where you want these guys to go out there and, and pursue their their future but also hey you're playing with us right now is, is that a challenge that you've you've you guys have had to face over the past few years yeah i think it's a challenge for all coaches i think think the biggest thing for us is just building off the values of our community and, and the community that these kids are coming from, the, the, the homes that they're coming from, the way that their parents are coaching them. It's team first, and, and the better the team does, the more opportunities you're going to have individually. And, um, you know, that's a harder fight, I think, these days. But I still think that, um, you know, the, the, the way that our community views the program and the pride that our kids have and being from the east side of Houston, being from North Shore and protecting the, the things that have happened from before and the respect they've got from from the old the uh, the other teams that came before them I think uh, makes our job a lot easier in making sure we keep our eye on the ball all right let me ask you about your quarterback Caleb Bailey a guy who as a freshman helps to lead the team to to the state championship uh, last year uh, what have you seen maybe over the course of the off season as far as growth is concerned I mean he's a wet behind the ears freshman and stuff like that good leading to a state championship game do you feel like that next step for, for this young man is, is coming in 2022? I do. I, I do. I think um, as effective as he was last year, um, there, there was a lot of holes in his game just based on lack of experience. And now that he's got an offseason under his belt, he's got a spring under his belt, he's got a summer under his belt, I think you really can see the growth in his game of understanding the offense, understanding where the ball is supposed to be, you know, making that his job easier to get the ball out of his hands and not rely on his legs. And, uh, you know, he, he's 
he's he's he's really working on his game and and as much as he's improved from last year i don't think he's nearly scratched the surface of where he's going to be and uh, i think that's exciting that that he hasn't hit his ceiling and uh, i anticipate a lot more growth from this point on okay and finally this is you know when you are a, a successful program like you like you guys have been uh, people are going to be calling your assistant coaches and and and, and doing that at, from your perspective, and you've had a number of assistants go on to be be head coaches and things like that. But actually, for I would say for a program of, uh, that's been as successful as yours, you've had a remarkable amount of cohesiveness mm-hmm. with with your staff. Um, what do you what do you attribute that to? How, you know, because a lot of guys assistant on a, on, a, on a state championship winning team going to go out there seems like a lot of guys and your staff cohesiveness has been super important to what you guys have been able to do yeah I mean I think there's a strong commitment from our community to make sure that we're keeping good coaches and you know and, and, and for us we're going to make sure that that uh, any opportunity that they have is the right one for them. And so I think sometimes you get some teams that it's easy to leave because, you know, there, there hasn't been the resources there to keep you around or the ownership in the program to keep you around. Dr. John Moore, our superintendent, our board of trustees, Vivian Dance, our athletic director, I think have made a significant commitment to try and keep our assistant coaches and at the minimum make sure that they're leaving for the job that they want and not the one that they just feel like they have to take. And um, I feel like our assistants feel – you know, they have great ownership in what we do, and this is far from a one-man show, and uh, their fingerprints are all over the success that we have. And so I think all those things together uh, make it difficult for guys to leave. And, you know, we're certainly going to promote our coaches. We certainly want our coaches to move on and get the opportunity that's going to better them and their families. But at the same time, make sure it's the right opportunity for them and, and them knowing that if, it, if it's not there, I don't have to go create it. I've got a good job. I can stay where I'm at and, and feel successful, and hopefully that continues. Well, the the – the so winning has continued uh, pretty much unstopped since, you know, geez, 2015. Well, I was, <laughs> I was, I actually watched, this is 100% the truth, it just popped up on, on my TV the other day. It was the uh, the 2015 uh, title game against Westlake. Yeah. Uh, I was, I don't know why, I was just like, Micaiah Long, and like all, the, it all came flooding back to me. Yeah. like, man, that team, and then like you watch that 20, like that 20, uh, the, that 2021 team, and I, I'm like, all right, you guys got a type. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> definite, type. definite similarities. And, uh, you know, I think that's what we're most proud of is the ability to play both styles of football. And, uh, you know, one's a little bit better for me. I, I like the old school slugfest. And, uh, you know, the offensive staff would probably tell you they like 18, 19 a little better. But at the end of the day, I uh, just love watching those kids go out there and compete. Coach, appreciate your time. All right. Thank, Thank you all. There is John K. Juan K. Jan K. The head coach. Of the North Shore Mustangs, a four-time state champion himself, 2015, 2018, 2019, 2021. And good chance to do 2022. I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they're going to be pretty good. And I'll just tell you this. um, When we were at coaching school Mm -hmm. and talking with people in that program, around that program, who know that program. Mm -hmm. um, They think they're going to be an issue. They think they're going to be pretty good. And they think they're, and and by the way, they're like the next generation's here. Like, Um, I mean, when I think you people went, forget that Caleb Bailey was a freshman last year. They won a six A 6A Division one state championship with a freshman quarterback. Yeah, and and it's not like their receivers were seniors either. No, they were. They juniors. got a lot. They got like, good amount or com- sophomores. Good amount coming back, and they always just reload. So keep an eye on North Shore. We know you will. They're the number two team in six A, and their head coach John K. We appreciate his time. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, with it being week one. Is it week one? It is week one. You're kidding me. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, there, so uh, I've 
I've been asked about this a lot. There are a lot of bots going around on yeah. Twitter, and it's not. It's what started off as people just wanting to replicate streaming stuff. Yes, has now morphed into also trying to not only do the Texan Live side of that, but do the Dave Campbell side of that. Our handle is at DCTF. If you see. Anything? And we're verified on, I think, every every platform. Yeah. If you see anything else coming from that's not Texan underscore live or at DCTF, please report it. Block it. Yeah. Do whatever you can and to flag us it. on it because we because I think if you're if you're the owner because it's it's like it it is a company. I uh-huh. guess I should say that we are a company. Yeah. Uh, but because we're like a business, like we do have some extra tools in in uh, mm-hmm. at like our disposal to get them, you know, run them out of the paint. So if you do see like a bot or something like that, that's like, there's one yesterday. It was like DCTF underscore TX. Yeah. And there's and, another one DCTFFF. Like there's two and, extra And did it. you see, did you see what they did? They blocked me before yeah. I even knew they existed. Yep. They blocked me so that I couldn't report them. Yeah. They didn't block me. Clever, so I got them. Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. Uh, but we're going to run you out of the paint. But so. yeah, just don't click. And the other, like the best thing to do too, is if you see a link to a stream in particular, if you think that it's a Texan live stream and it's not just go to texanlive.com. We have, yes. the website is very user-friendly. You will be able to find your game. If you see a thing and you want to learn more about it, you don't always have to click the link. Just go to Texas, uh, texanlive.com. Just go to texanlive.com. Your home for Texan live. Yes. Facts. That's going to do it for us. Bad branding, but fast. <laughs> right, guys, not bad branding, bad marketing. <laughs> I, I'm trying here. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to John Kay, uh, the North Shore Mustangs, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please be your player of the year trophy. Tomorrow, Craig Way. Yeah, Tuesdays. For week one. Text football today.